Hello, friends, and welcome to To the Phantom and Beyond. I'm Jillian. And I'm Annika. And we're so happy to have you all along for this adventure. We're going to be diving right into all of our favorite movies, TV shows, and so many other fandom-related subjects, talking about all the things that we love and even some of the things we might not love. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Well, it has been a long time coming. Yes. Very, very long. We have both been overwhelmed with school and work, and it has taken Other up much things. of our brain capacity um, and time. Yes. Neither of us had have, have had any time to do anything. I mean, even now, we're, we managed to find some time mm-hmm. to do this because we wanted to, absolutely 100% wanted to do this. Yeah. It's just a matter of finding the time. We had to keep pushing it back. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's fate that we're doing this now Mm -hmm. so yeah it worked out really good um timing wise with um the announcement that was dropped today so um in case you haven't guessed by the title of the episode probably we are talking about the season one of percy jackson and the olympians the tv series um now we did do an episode on this previously we did an episode two episodes about no we did one episode about Percy Jackson talking about the casting. I swear we did another one. We might have done another one about like Percy and Annabeth as a whole. It's possible. Um, I'd have to go back and check. But let me before um, we like really delve into it. I want to preface this by saying there will be spoilers yes, for many. not just the show but the books as well. Um, just the main, the main original series potentially Heroes of Olympus. Um, yes, but not sure what not, my brain will decide to talk not about. Not the later books because we haven't. Neither of us have read the last couple of books that have come out. So spoilers ahead for the show and the original book series. So if you haven't read the book series, you're welcome to keep listening. But there will be plot spoilers ahead. So yeah, forewarning. Um, so um, Percy Jackson, we've been waiting a long time for this series. Uh, it finally premiered. What was it? December. Ooh, it was like, like December twentieth or something. Yeah, um, yeah, it was the day my friends came over. So that it was <laughs> yeah. like that day, That's really uh, or it was December eighteenth. That's yeah. what it was. Um, but it actually dropped the night before, which was crazy. Yeah. And here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing, guys. I had this whole plan, right? I had it planned out. I was like, I'm gonna make some treats, and they're gonna be blue. I'm gonna make a blue cake. Lo and behold, um, I go to make the cake, and it sticks to the bottom, bottom of the pan. Which, if you know me, that doesn't happen. Okay, I don't... Cakes don't stick to the bottom of the pan. I know what I'm doing. Okay? And it happened, and I was a little peeved, but I got over it. And then as I'm trying to pull the cakes out of the pan, I was like, oh, it dropped on... It, it already dropped. Oh, that's awesome. And Jillian was at work, so I couldn't be like, hey, yeah, come home and watch it. So I was like, well... And I literally just like... I was like, well, this doesn't matter anymore. And I threw the cake pans in the, in the sink. I was like, well, it, it's fine. I don't need to make a cake now because it's not going to premiere tomorrow. So I don't have time to make it anyway. So I kind of just gave up on that. Mm-hmm. But it, the first two episodes dropped um, and they were just as wonderful as we thought they were going to be. Yeah. Um, we watched, I think we watched them when you got home, right? Probably. Because you got home pretty quickly after that. You got home at like, did, I, I think you got I, home pretty I late. I genuinely don't remember what I was working that day. Yeah. Um, it's, possible that i was working like during the day so we just watched it when i got home like later well because here's the thing because it dropped at six i know that's what i'm saying like it's possible that i just that i was working till like a mid shift which Mm -hmm. would have probably had me there until seven or eight yeah potentially depending on what time i got in Mm -hmm. so i don't remember because it was a couple months ago now Mm -hmm. and i don't remember my shifts from that (laughs) long ago that's fair Um, um 
but so with this series, um, so there were a lot of things that, so we've talked, we, we did a previous episode about one, the casting and two about things we wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Um, first with casting, um, obviously of the main three, and then they included the only gods we saw this season were, um, Poseidon, Zeus, Hades, Hermes, Ares, Hephaestus, and Mr. D, Mr. D, Dionysus. Yeah, Dionysus. Um, I think those I were think it. That was um, it. Uh, Hephaestus, Ares, Hermes. Yes, yes. Um, which which is fine because we don't even see yeah like any of the god like we only really see like Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades in the first book. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, okay, so, let's see. So, for Zeus, obviously, it was Lance Reddick. Sweet, sweet man. Um, really, really sad to hear about his passing. Mm -hmm. Um, I was really pleased that they put at the end of it, you know, the Mm -hmm. R.I.P. And I, so, um, Crystal had been, you guys know Crystal. She, uh, has been watching the show as well, okay? So, mind you. If you don't know Crystal, that's Annika's friend. Yeah, she's my best friend. She was on an episode previous to, or a couple episodes, I think, before this. Um, she one has not read the books nope and two has only seen the movies but like forever years ago doesn't remember anything exactly so speaking on that she (laughs) um she's one of these people who loves to give play-by-plays of her um reactions to episodes which most of the time i'm like okay i get it you're watching it this time I was like, please give it all to me. Give I need to know to everything, especially with the finale. Yes. Yeah, so she, it was just like, because we had planned for her to come over to watch mm-hmm. it with us when it, when the premiere happened. Yeah, but then it premiered early, so but we were it, like, yeah. we'll just watch it separately. Um, so every week we would kind of catch up, being like, okay, did you watch it? Okay, did you watch it? And so I would get her opinion on it. Mind you, I have read the books. I have seen the movie. Me too. I've seen. I've, I've read them all. Okay, not all of the books, but you know what I mean. Um, and so getting a non-book reader's perspective in real time was really, really funny. funny. Um, especially, so, um, when we were watching the finale, she, at the end of it, she goes, who's Lance Reddick? And I was like, that's Zeus. He passed away. And she just goes, oh my gosh, that's so sad. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, it really is. Uh, she also, like, she gave some great, um, some great opinions. And I'll speak a little bit more about that once we get into them. Um, but, it was it was funny. I was like I was like, Yeah, that's that's who that is and she was like, Oh my gosh I was like, Yeah, I know. Um uh and then uh Poseidon was obviously Toby Stevens, which Jillian didn't know this, that Toby Stevens' mother is uh um Maggie Smith, Maggie Smith aka think, Minerva McGonagall. I think I knew, but then I just like I didn't yeah. like retain it. Yeah. And like when you know that it's his mom you know. Like you, you just see it like, and you're right, like, Okay, yeah, makes sense. Um and then Hades was Jay Duplass. Duplass, Duplass, whatever. Um, Slade as Hades, I will say. I think I've seen a lot of people say that, like, this version of Hades is, like, what they envision when exactly. they read the books. Like, this is the perfect... And here's the thing. Watching him, I'm like, oh, I cannot wait for you and Nico. I cannot oh, wait for Nico please. to interact. Oh, I cannot wait for it. It's going to be so good. I Oh, it's going to be amazing. Um, and then... We also had, um, let's see, we also were introduced to Hephaestus, Timothy Omenson, who we I, love. I, if you haven't seen the show Psych, he was on that for its entire entire run. Yeah. He played Detective uh, Lasseter. Yeah, he was so good on that amazing. show. And so funny. He was also in um, Supernatural. He played, uh, I believe he 
played Kane. I, yeah, he played Kane. Yes. And um, so once it was announced that he was going to be playing Hephaestus, we both got so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't we, I think we've talked about this to each other, not like to like mm-hmm. on this, obviously, but the fact that because for those of you who don't know, he had a stroke several years ago yeah. now. And so he has a cane that he uses now. Yeah. And the fact that they wrote that into the show made it part of his character. Yeah. And somebody I thought that was really somebody nice. pointed out that having an actor who is disabled now playing a character who is meant to be essentially a disabled character mm-hmm. was a really smart move that they right. did, and it was really nice to be like, oh, okay, we acknowledge that who this character is, mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, and then although I'm okay. And this is something that I think about sometimes, and me and Jillian joke, uh, laugh about it all the time. Is with Hephaestus, right? Okay, <laughs> this and is like I think, my favorite little I, anecdote from you about reading the books. Honestly, no, no, no. This is before I read the books. This is when this is. I used to have this book that I got in elementary school, and it was this like Greek gods for kids book that I got from a teacher, and it was just like a paper. It was just like a paper book. Yeah, I mean, it had all the Greek gods in it, like these cartoon drawings. And for some reason, <laughs> I read Hephaestus's name as Hepatitis. So for years... Maybe you're actually dyslexic, <laughs> Maybe. No, I'm not. Or else no. I would not be able to write any of this down. No. Um, I, for years... Have a tough time doing it. For years, I called him Hepatitis. And then my mom finally was like, who? I was like, Hepatitis, the god. And she was like, Hephaestus. And I was like, oh. I was like, okay, I guess. That's fine. But now I know. But it's just every time I write his name down, I just go, <laughs> Hepatitis. Because I'm like, it's stupid. Um... And then uh, Aries, we had Adam Copeland crushed it as oh, Aries. Oh, he did so good. Crushed it. He okay, so if you guys good. haven't watched it, they did a uh, was it was what was the title? It was the Percy Jackson. Oh, the making of. Yeah, thing. making of a hero um, film. Something like that. Yeah, it was the making of a hero documentary that they did. Um, and so in that, you get the behind the scenes of um, Walker and Adam rehearsing for their fight scene. <laughs> Funniest thing because because Wa- Walker is tiny. Compared to Adam being, like, six-something. Like, man is massive. And Walker is a baby. So a little baby. It was so funny. I was like, I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, he's going to get crushed. It's, um, it's so funny when I talk about, like, the... When I, like, talk about these kids on this show. Because I'm like, oh, they're such babies. Yeah. They're such babies. They're, like, 15. Well, well here, here's the thing. I'm, like, half their age yeah. now. Or, like, I'm, like, twice... I mean, twice their age. Yeah, there you go. I'm, I'm almost twice their age now. So it's, like... I can say, yeah, they're such little babies, but at the same time, I physically do not feel no. older than them, and I probably yeah. wouldn't look older no. than older than them height wise. So it's just really funny yeah. okay. to me. So um, Adam Copeland is six five. I had to look it up to okay. make sure. Yeah, he's six five. So you were right on the six foot. Piece. I was, um, but yeah. So he crushed it as Aries, so like good. crushed it. Um, and then Hermes was the outstanding Lin-Manuel Miranda which let me tell you okay when he was when it was announced that he was cast everyone was like oh, okay here we go here here we go again all He's right cool another thing. but here's the thing is the second that his episode dropped everyone was like you know what I see you know it. what I see it he did a great like everyone was like wow he crushed my, this role I think my favorite thing though is all of the Hamilton jokes that have come out or about like, like, like the edits and stuff what was that it like happening? my favorite one of my favorite ones is the is the that people aren't doing on TikTok where it's the Looked did I do this to, well no they did that where it's like the um it's a picture of of Hamilton and his son and it says um did we save our son and then it's and then it cuts to a picture of of Hermes and Luke and it says not in this life or the other one Harry. and I was like 
I was like, oh, that hurts, but it's true. And then, so I my just, favorite, though. I think, I think a lot of my favorite comments of people being like, he doesn't even look like Hermes, he just looks like Lin-Manuel <laughs> Literally. But also one of my favorite jokes is people being like, they have the funny, they have the opportunity to do the funniest thing ever and cast uh, Philippa Sue as Luke's mom and like, please, oh my goodness. It would be so funny, but then I saw somebody else be like, I saw a post from somebody being like, y'all, Philippa Sue is only, like, in her 30s, and Luke is supposed to be, like, 19, so the age, like, she would have been, like, super, super young yeah. when she had him, and I'm like... They've cast young... Okay. okay, okay, but no, no, okay, because speaking on that, if you, if you okay, well, listen... No, hold How, on, well, hang on, wait. hang on, how old would she have been? I don't know. But speaking on uh, speaking on the age, okay. If you've listened to our previous episode about Shadowhunters, okay, Nicola Nicola was only is only like five years older than the than the guy who plays her son. So like, no, I I mean like I mean like in like in universe, I don't her care. character only would have been like would have been like really young. I, don't I know, but what still. the person was saying like when they were doing yeah, it, but it's still but. It just cra- yeah, no, I think so she's like in her early 30s yeah but like lynn lynn honestly crushed it like i I was a little surprised that they didn't have a song like i genuinely was like expecting them to have him just like because it's him yeah just have him start singing something just starts rapping to the kids to tell him about what to do exactly although although for some reason i did really appreciate that he was just like wearing like a sweatsuit he was wearing like a sweatsuit yeah it was a sweatsuit okay that he wasn't because like in the movie obviously He's wearing like a three-piece suit, and I was like, yeah. "No, that's not how. I, that's not who Hermes is. Hermes is the kind of guy who He's super casual, but just also like, like laid back. But also, for some reason, in my mind, as like the messenger god, he's, he's like got, he's got to be ready to always be like on the move. Yeah, and okay, I have worn I have worn suit pants, and they are not comfortable. No. You cannot run it like. You, you can't you run cannot, in those. You cannot get me in like formal wear unless I absolutely have exactly. To be so I was wear. just like, I loved it. Um. And then we also had uh, Mr. D, Jason Mantzoukas, right? Yes. Oh, Best listen, casting decision listen, ever. Listen, if you know me, you know that I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm-hmm. And he's in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He plays Adrian Pimento. And when the casting was announced for him, literally, I was like, this is going to be the most chaotic Mr. D we've had, and I am here for it. He did such like, a good job for the was, few episodes we got he him. He was like, so unhinged in but his few scenes, and I was, absolutely He was so it. unhinged in the most subtle way possible. Like, you telling, know, like, telling Percy that he was his dad and telling him, <laughs> now go get me this drink because I am your father. <laughs> and when you're like, okay, I know why you're saying that. I know why. And then we got the him calling him by the wrong name. I think we got it twice. A, yeah, at like least once twice. in the first because, episode and then once in the last. And then last. of course Percy being like, "My name is Percy Jackson." And him being like, "Are you sure?" Are you sure that's and he's name? like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure." He's like, sure. Nah, "I don't even care." Exactly. Um which it. we all know he really does. Okay? We all know that. But he does it to distance himself. Exactly. Um so then of course, um we had Mr. Brunner or Mr. Bruner, okay? I wrote that down somewhere and I don't know where it went, but I remembered it. Okay? It's Mr. Bruner, not Brunner. Um, which I think is really funny. Because, like, obviously in the movie, I think they said Bruner, didn't they? I Maybe, but for and some I, and reason. I, and I'm pretty sure that at the time, everybody was, like, in a huff about yeah. it. Like, that's not how you pronounce it. And then in the musical, they say Brunner, yeah. I think. And then in the show, they say <laughs> Bruner. And people are like, I don't know what to think because obviously they're going to pronounce it correctly because Rick is involved and yeah. he knows how these characters' names should be pronounced. Yeah. But 
all our lives we've been saying it this way. We exactly. We got mad at the movies for saying well, it this way. Okay, but it's the same thing with when they when they said Thalia's name. Everyone, my entire life, everybody has been pronouncing it Thalia. Yeah. But then in the Thalia. show, they pronounce it Thalia, which is technically the correct way to say it. So it's kind of like, okay. It's kind of funny. Um, he, uh, um, but yeah, so then, um, who, who was I just talking about? Uh, Mr. D. Thank you. Okay. Um, no, Mr. Bruner. Oh, yeah. um, Mr. Bruner, right? So that was uh, Glenn Turman. He did a great job. Great job. Um, although I do love the behind-the-scenes photo of the fact that it's literally just him sitting on a horse for his scenes. <laughs> That's what... And I'm like, yeah, actually, that makes sense. Um, he did great as Chiron. <clears throat> and then um, Tim Sharp played Gabe Ugliano. Um, and, okay, I know people have talked about this a lot, and I, I'm going to give my two cents on this, is... And I think me and you have the same thought. Is I think probably. I... I'm not mad about how they changed him being a bad, like, stepfather. Right. Like, in the book, obviously, it's very much implied that he's an abusive, he's an abusive father. Yeah. Or an abusive stepfather, and he's awful, he's rude to Sally, he's really, really rude to I Percy. Mean, I think like, it's, I think it's implied, I don't know if it's in the first book or later in the series, that... I think it's implied that Gabe has hit Sally. Yeah, that's what books. I'm saying, is that it was implied that he was abusive. Yeah. Um, and so... Everybody was, like, expecting that. Everybody's ready to, like, genuinely just be like, oh, this guy is awful. And then the show dropped, and we were like, oh, he's more of just a nuisance. Okay. So he, we were all kind of like... Because... Sorry. Well, going. we were all kind of like, okay, he's not as, like, rude or as, like... Well, he, he wasn't not, as, like, like... He wasn't as terrible. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people, what I've seen a lot of people say online is that the way that they wrote him in the show that the ending that he has in the books wouldn't have felt justified. Exactly. Whereas I think that it worked well how they did it in the show because they kind of showed, you know, jumping ahead here, yeah, at, to, to the end of the show, obviously he still gets turned into a statue. Yeah, but it was his but own it's fault. it's because he opened a package yeah. that was not exactly to him. And so, but they set that up in the beginning where he's like, yeah, I answered your mom's phone and I looked through this, you know, yeah. I did this and this. And he's so like, it's, like, it's, it's all obvious, mine, you know. It's obvious that he's like, he's abusive, but in a different yeah, way. Yeah, it's, it's more of he's a very disrespectful person. Like, he, he doesn't respect her boundaries. He's he mentally and emotionally uh, abusive and verbally exactly. abusive. And um, just... He, and he's like he's controlling. Yeah, I think is I, the, the correct. I will say though, I was I was hoping, and they did put it in uh, the scene where he's on the TV, mm-hmm. being like he stole my car and he yeah. probably hurt his mom. And like, you he can just, see it on Percy's face. That just he's being just like, like oh, okay. he says he's like I'm gonna kill him. Yeah, like, exactly. Ooh, yeah, Percy. Yeah, give it so, a couple of years. And yeah. So he did it. He did a great job. Um, and then of course Megan Mullally played Mrs. Dodds. Loved her. She did great. She for the few episodes we got her, she was she was pretty fantastic. I did like how they switched up the fight scene between Mrs. Dodds and Percy because obviously in the book it's in the Met. Yeah, she, and she she tells him to go like, inside yeah. with her. Um, uh, so I like that in the show we get like the first of all the transition into her turning into mm. the Fury was incredible, like crazy. Um, so that was really cool. I liked how they did that, and the fact that you know that the second the fight is happening and nobody's reacting, you're like, oh, the mist. Yep. You're like, okay, yep. now for we... those who know, they know. Yeah, exactly. So that was really cool. I like that. Um, and then Dior Goodjohn played Clarice Larue, crushed it. She did so good. Iconic. In her few scenes, and I am so pumped. For season two so that we can oh. see Clarice on her quest yes and 
the start of like the turning point mm-hmm. of like her and Percy exactly. and Annabeth's relationship. Although, okay, you know, funniest she is the captain. But yeah. other than Grover, but she's like yeah. the captain of the Percival. Grover's ship. more of like, I want you guys together, but I don't want to be a third wheel. Like he's and like, man, I want it. But he's just like, we're gonna throw you in the lake. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I will say, I, I love. Um, we during when the show was on, right? Like when it was going. There were all of these, there were all the people online who hadn't read the books. Yeah. And who'd only see the movies, right? Or who hadn't seen either. Are you talking about what I think you're talking about? Yes. So the people that were like posting like, oh, I can't wait to see this. Or my theories for this, right? My Honestly, favorite, it was so fun to see people's it was. theories. My favorite one of the entire, I think I said everything you, I've seen, I? maybe, is the one of the person who posted like, I can't wait to watch Percy and Clarice's enemies to lovers story. And, and I was like, everyone, uh, literally all the book readers were like, what? Like, no, okay. Babe, no, yeah. she's the captain of the Percival ship. Like what? No. Literally. And it was so funny. So um, good. so she crushed it. She was amazing. Um, and then you have, let's see. And then we have obviously Virginia Cole played Sally. Fantastic. Loved her. She I was exactly she was, how I pictured Sally. I think she was a great choice to play mm-hmm. Sally. Like she, yeah. I just I love. She was I fantastic. Her. Um, and then uh, let's see. And then we have Andrew Alvarez. Okay, here's the thing. When he's in the show, they never call him by his name. But but he's but but okay. But everyone had to sue. Everyone was like under the impression they were like that's totally Chris. There's no way that's not Chris. Then, if you go on IMDb and you look is at he the... Credited? He's credited as Chris. Yeah. So now we know to be ready for Chris. And, Oof. like, he already... He already... I loved him already. Like, I was... The second I realized, like, oh, he's Chris, oh, I was like, I love you. I am... Like, we only got a couple of scenes of him, mm-hmm. so we don't really, like... We didn't get to see him as much as we, you know, would have wanted mm-hmm. to. But I am so ready to see his arc mm-hmm. throughout the rest of the season. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Please, just Disney Plus, just... Just redo them for the next three seasons. I know, right? Now. right. Put us out of our misery, because you know that season two is gonna kill it. Yeah, you know? exactly. And then, of course, you have uh, Charlie uh, Bushnell. B- Bushnell. I think it's Bushnell. Bushnell, who plays Luke Castellan. Oh, so okay. Good. So, I, rem- I, I remember that when final scene of him. Hold and Percy on. I remember when they announced who the actors were. Right. Uh-huh. My favorite thing is people being like, oh, so they literally just switched Percy and Luke. Like, they literally just switched. And I was like, yeah. yeah. Um, But when I say that he is exactly how I envisioned Luke, it's ridiculous. Because, like, when... They gave him his scar. They did. But but here's the thing is when you read the books, you picture them one way, obviously, Right. right? Then there's the fan art. And then there's the official art, which, like... No, no. I think, I no, think no. the that official art is not. Official art there, is not official. That official art is not official. Um, the fan art is what's official. Um, and so everybody, like, draws Luke a certain way. They always picture him a certain way. The second you see Charlie and and Walker in their scenes together, you're like, okay. that's Luke. You're yep. like, okay, I see it. And, like, that's Percy. Like, it just worked so well. He crushed every scene he did. Mm-hmm. My, I think one of my favorite lines or one of my favorite scenes of him is when they're... Um, is when Percy, Annabeth, and Grover are in the truck and they're oh. they're driving and they're on the Iris message and whatnot and he's just like he's just like what's going on here? You guys acting like an old married couple and everyone like, was yes. like everyone was like <laughs> it's happening like yeah. it was so good. My favorite one of my favorite things is when somebody else points out how two characters are mm-hmm. acting and I love it. It's so good. Um, so obviously they all killed it. Um, and the one oh um. 
the one who he was only in one episode, but um, Julian Richings, he played Krusty. Um, and I and if, for those of you who've seen Supernatural, or probably everything else he's been in, I've only seen him in Supernatural. Really, love him in it. He plays Death. I, I um, love that we got them at, at Krusty. I'm so happy. So I always, happy they were I at always enjoyed reading that scene in the yeah. book. Um, it was it was a good scene. Yeah. Um, and then the uh like the the. I would say like probably like the the what's it called when they when you have like three two and then there's like the the people in between and then one like you have the um they do it on uh they do it on watch mojo like the oh honorable mention honorable mention um who was like a care an actor that we didn't know was cast in the show until the show premiered oh yeah um uh asriel dalman i think i'm saying that right he plays young percy yeah well, we no. When they dropped the the, I'm pretty sure once they dropped like the trailer, there was like a sneak peek or something that showed Baby Percy. Yeah, but we didn't know who he was yet. Like oh. we didn't know who he was. True, true. We only found out when the show premiered. True, true, true. He perfect he so casting. He was perfect adorable. casting for young he's, Percy. He's a little baby. He is a little baby. He actually is because he's what like I think he's only like he's supposed he's only supposed to be eight. like older than ten. Yeah, like eight, nine or ten at least. He was adorable. He rocked that so episode all, the, all those episodes he did they did such like honestly i love when the casting is so spot on mm-hmm. for like older versus younger versions yeah. of a character like some shows or movies completely knock it out of the park and obviously there are some that fall completely flat but yeah, like exactly. they, they did such a good job yeah i'm if we fingers crossed we get some flashbacks in season two of like uh luke annabeth and thalia yeah like, when they first meet I am just waiting to see who they will cast as, like, younger versions. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, one um, of my favorite things is, like, people posting pictures of Leah being, like, of when she was, like, really little. Because I think she's been acting since she was tiny, at, tinier. Yeah. And people being, like, they really they really had this baby going off on her own, <laughs> living on the streets. And yeah. she's, like, so tiny. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Okay. <clears throat> so, speaking of casting and everything, right? We, when we did our previous episode, we fan-casted who we wanted to play um, Sally and Poseidon. So Sally, we thought Marissa Tomei. I think I still think she would have done great, but Virginia, Virginia killed it. Did, yeah. And then Poseidon, obviously, as everybody has always wanted, <laughs> Logan Lerman to come back as Poseidon. Which, like, I feel like, yes, but Toby killed it. But also, I feel like... I don't know. I, I, it's like, yes, as funny as I think it would have been to have Logan Lerman as Poseidon. I don't know. I, here's the thing. As much as I wanted it, it wouldn't have worked. Just for just for the show itself. Like, just yeah. for the way they did the show, it didn't. It wouldn't have worked. Um, I think it would have been a funny, like, him being, like, Logan's character. Like, Logan could be, like, walking towards him and he's just, and he's just like, hey. And he's just like, dad. And he's just like, I'm sorry. Do I, do I know you? Sorry, my kid's right back there. Be right. Sorry, sorry. And then Toby comes out and he's no, just that, like, son. That's, that's, that's like my idea for, for when they cast Paul. Yeah, well, okay. No. So, for Paul, we wanted Paul Rudd. Okay. Okay, I still think he would be great. Because I think that's been the fan cast of everybody for, like, yeah. years now. Um, but I think I was talking to you about this. And my favorite, like, my idea, okay, <laughs> have Paul Rudd in the show, right? Yep. But... When Sally is introducing Percy to Paul Blofus, and it, she's like, yeah, this is Paul. And it, like, pans over or cuts to him or whatever, and you see Paul Rudd. And everyone's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And then she looks at him, and she's like, 
hi, sorry, can you just, like, move, like, just, like, can you just, like, scooch over? And then she grabs another guy and pulls him forward. It's like, this is Paul Blobis. And, it, and, and shocker, it's Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> no. Please. Uh, that, that would be funny. But, no, I just think it would be so funny to just have just, like, a quick little yeah, funny gag like exactly. that. Because everybody has fan-casted Paul Rudd as Paul yeah. Blobis for years. Um, yeah, so I, I just, it's funny because I'm, like, I'm excited to see who they get. Because we don't get Paul until, what, book Three? Uh, Two or three? Yeah, because he's the teacher at Percy's school, isn't uh, he? Yes. Let me look, or, actually, mm-hmm. while I'm... Um, I don't remember. I thought it was book three. It It's either... Uh, I want to say it's three. I don't remember. It's been a while since I've read um, the books. Because he's at Good High School. Because I know he's in the final book, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, he's already married, I think, by the final book. Uh, let's see. If I remember correctly. Titan's Curse. So, book three. Okay, so book three. Okay. Yeah, so he's so book three. So, we gotta three, wait a little bit five. longer to meet him. <sighs> well, they should cast him already so we can start, you jump, know. Jump on it. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but, like, everything they did so far has been incredible. Um, and so, during the first episode that we did, we talked about, um, it was, was it, it's, uh, 17 moments the show better include, right? Okay. Oh, really? We had 17? Yeah, well, I think it was like a BuzzFeed thing. Uh, or something like that, okay? That makes sense. So, we're going to go down and we're going to see how many they actually, so far, at least, so far. Um, so, the Oracle giving Percy his prophecy, which we had, which I, I liked how they did the Oracle. I, I did. Well, because I think that, it's, isn't it close to how it is in the book, yeah. too? Because, like, in the book, doesn't it, like, take on Gabe's voice or something like that? I can't remember. I the, see, I'd here's the thing. Go back the only look. Oracle moment I'm thinking of from the book is when the, oh. uh, no, is when the Oracle leaves the house. Oh, And yeah. when everyone's like, oh my gosh. And she, like, goes down to the, the camp, the lake or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Um, so we did get that. Okay. Um, the characters' backgrounds and scenes showing their lives before Camp Half-Blood. So. We got some for Percy. We got some for Percy. Nice. We got stories from Luke and stories from Annabeth. Not really any from Grover yet, um, which we might, might not. Um, the Pact of the Big Three and why it's so important. I think they kind of touched on it. They touched it, on it least. a little bit. They, and I, I don't think they, I think they, did, did they mention that it was like, or am I thinking of a fan fiction that I read? <laughs> Probably a fan fiction. I will say, um, I had to try and explain the Pact of the Big Three to a friend at school. Uh, mind you, this friend, he is much more of like, like, actually like superhero like avengers that kind of thing so he doesn't understand like the obsession with percy jackson um and i was trying to explain this to him and i was like yeah you know because he's dangerous and because he's not he's forbidden and he was like what are you talking about i was like well the big three zeus poseidon and hades they had a pact they weren't allowed to have kids but zeus was a horn dog and had as many kids as he wanted because their kids are the most powerful exactly and so we had to have this whole conversation i was like no you don't understand who the a child of the big three is going to be responsible for the fate of the uh, fate of Olympus essentially. And he was just like, well, why? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, I guess we'll figure that out in the show at some point. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, well, obviously I know, but it's cause they're insanely powerful. Yeah. That's like the exactly big, the big thing. So I'm know? excited to see if they delve into it more. I do. I will I think say, they, cause they obviously, they, they mentioned that Percy's a forbidden kid. Yeah. They mentioned it. Exist. Yeah. I and w- then I don't know if they say, why the brothers have the pack. I don't know if I don't think they World mention War it. Um, I do know one. that, I know, I think we know that um, Zeus, obviously, okay, literally one of the funniest moments that came out of the show was Zeus being like, 
going off on Poseidon, mind you, in Greek, which I loved, about love about ambition. Poseidon having a forbidden kid and everyone be like, Zeus, sir, oh. you have two of your own, one who is a tree and one who's being raised by wolves. You don't have any room to talk. <laughs> like, honestly, sir, please. And then, and Hades, your kids are... Well, that's the thing. You know? Hades isn't talking about... Yeah, exactly. You know, so like, I'm just going to stay down He knows here. better. He Here's the thing. Hades is that is that brother who like or his like siblings are fighting about something that obviously he knows about and he's just like you know what I'm just gonna stay away I'm just gonna let them figure I'm just gonna let them do it on their own I don't need to bother in this like he's oh man I can't wait um the three fates we got which we did get yes which I okay I pointed this out to Jillian is that one of the fates uh she's short white hair glasses she is in loads of things, her and her twin sister. Mm. Um, the first thing I remember her watching her in, really... Well, okay, she was in an episode of Psych. Yeah. Um, and then she was also in the series of Unfortunate Events yeah. that they did on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. She played um, a member... Her of and her sister troop. played members yeah. of the troupe. Um, and so, like, I always... Every time I see her, I'm like, ah, I know her. She's <laughs> the... She, her and her sister play creepy twins all the time, which I love. Um, the demigods not being able to cross over to other gods' domains... I think they, they kind of touched on it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they touch on it a little bit, mainly mainly on Percy being like, we can fly, and them being like, nope. no, we cannot, <laughs> don't do that, um, which I kind of, I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, don't go up there. He's going to shoot you down in an instant, buddy. Like, you're yeah. not getting far. Um, which is why I'm glad they had Grover in the shoes. Yeah. Which is in the book. Yes. Which they did not do in the movie. No. Grover's search for Pam. Okay. Yes. So they do touch on it quite a few times. Um one also okay i will say i loved grover's storyline in this show and i think a lot of people pointed this out is that um arian did such an incredible job going from having to take this comedic relief character and putting him into this actually very intelligent character right right because like in the books he's very much kind of a little bit there for comedic relief but I mean, also he has, he has obviously he is very intelligent yeah but like but you also, don't so but also the books are from Percy's exactly so we don't see a lot of it and that's and that's one thing that i've seen discussed a lot yeah. online is people being like um it's so it's like these aspects are so different from the books to the show it's like yeah they are different because the books are told from the first yeah. five books are told from Percy's perspective so we get He's an unreliable narrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because exactly. Because he's seeing things through a certain type of yeah. lens. He's only seeing things. We're we're only told what person yeah, is told and, through the book. And part of that. So part of that is there. There are two things that touch on with that. Is that one people the first couple episodes people were like it's moving really really fast and I was like okay but you have to understand the majority of the books is Percy's inner monologue mm-hmm. to himself so we aren't getting any of that that cuts down probably half of the book because the majority because <laughs> yeah. like the majority of the book is him talking to himself or talking about His what's going on thoughts about yeah. what he's witnessing exactly so it, cutting or, down on that or, de- or uh, describing what's going on during camp exactly or whatever so like cutting down on that we're getting more of the action and we're getting all of that about how fast it's actually moving and second is that by I think it's by episode um hold on um uh by episode seven he for some somehow he's already figured out that Cronus is behind everything but and I know some people were like wow he was smart and I was like okay but also but also because Percy is the narrator of his stories, he doesn't see himself as smart. Exactly. He sees himself because he has dyslexia, because he has ADHD. And because he sees he's him, been kicked out of so many yeah, schools. Yeah, he sees himself as 
unintelligent, which is not correct. No. He is a very, very and intelligent well, kid. I'd have to I'd have to reread the Heroes of Olympus books, but I've seen people point out that because those books are not told from one specific character's yeah. point of view, we get like four. I think here like the eight, first book is from Piper, Leo, and um, Jason's and, perspective. Jason, yeah, and then and then like the second one, you know. So it's like we get multiple characters' points of view, yeah, but not in like the the like the first person yeah yeah yeah. you know it's i think it's like third person or second whatever anyways but so we get other characters perspectives on characters that we've already come to know and so i believe that i'd have to like like i said i have to reread or i'd have to find the post again but people talking about how these other characters are pointing out how intelligent percy actually is whether whether that's because he's older or whatnot the matter matter of the fact is Percy is intelligent mm-hmm. in a certain way. Exactly. And so, like, that moment where you can see, and it's, like, in the episode, you can see his wheels turning. Mm-hmm. You can see the wheels in his head going, like, okay, pieces are starting to come together. And, and he's like, just it like, helps, it helps this is Pam. That, it helps that Sally has told him yeah. about mythology. Uh, I saw, I don't know if it was a TikTok video or a post or whatever, but somebody talking about how um, in the movie... Percy Percy was more of the like the guy who just didn't care about Greek mythology at all and just so happened to be at a museum yeah. with these Greek statues and whatnot whereas the books and the show per, it is very obvious that like Greek mythology is he's aware of it exactly you know he's aware of these stories and whatnot yeah, whether because because in the in the in the books he obviously he already knows some of the stories because he he says that he, uh, uh, Bruner's class is the only one he actually pays attention. Yeah, and we know why. Fun, and we know why. Um, and then, of course, he learns more about the mythology at camp. Yeah, which is how he's you know able to figure things out throughout the books. And then in the show, we know that Sally has told him these stories to prepare him for the inevitability of going to camp yeah. and encountering and, this world. And that speaking on that, it's one thing because we also see. Um, in episode seven, they also have the flashback of Poseidon and Sally, um, which like so good. Been waiting for it. Like I, when when they said that they were going to be doing that. Oh my I know gosh! So many people were excited because we obviously don't get stuff like that yeah, in the books. Exactly, it's from Percy's Although, point of view. Although I will say, I was kind of. <laughs> I know I was talking to somebody online. I think, and we were both kind of like hoping that like the flashback would have been because like in the um, in the musical. When you have it, when you have Sally's song, and she's just like, she says the um, I first saw him in the, out of in the water. There were so, there were a few people who were like, I was really hoping to see like to have yeah, it where she's like on the beach and you just see him walking up out of the water. Yeah. I was like, that would have been really good, but, but I, I like really the like way it. they did it. Yeah, they won the fact that she used a milkshake as a burnt offering. Somebody's mind you, somebody else's half-eaten milkshake. Yes, two the fact that not like point. Zero zero seconds after she lights zero, that zero, match, one. he is in that door. Like he is there. And somebody also pointed out that you can see the second that rain starts falling, mm-hmm. you can see her like take a breath. Like she, yeah. that weight she is lifted. Knows. It's the same thing. Whereas in the first episode, when we see Sally for the first time, in she's sitting in the rain. And what song is it she's listening to? The it's, it's Olivia Rodrigo. No, but what song? Uh, uh, oh shoot! What's the name of it? Hold I don't on. Remember. Hold on. But yeah, but somebody pointed out they were like, she's literally like that water is giving her like this breath that, of fresh it's that air. Connection, you know. It's it's the and it the way when you see Poseidon in the show, right? And 
I think I've told Jillian this is that I'm really proud, really happy of the way they did Poseidon in the show versus mm-hmm. the books. Because obviously in the books, we all know, even in the movies and show, we know he's kind of an absentee dad. Like, everybody's like, he's an absentee dad. And he's not here. You know, that's like the point of the gods and goddesses. Exactly. That they're not there. But, but the thing and like about... That's, and that's kind of like, kind of not to like jump on, but like, that's what Luke bases, like, that's what he's able to get a bunch of half-bloods to join his cause is because their parents are yeah. not there. But the one thing that I appreciate that they did for the show is that instead of being like, oh, he just abandoned his kid, they were like, he literally had no other choice. Yeah, it's like he, he, he as much as Yeah, and like you even see it when she says to Poseidon, when she says, you know, do you want to talk to him just so you can hear his voice? Or just so you can hear your voice? Mm-hmm. And you see him ready, he kind of turns to the side, and then you hear lightning, and you're like, or thunder, oh, yeah. and you're like, oh, okay, he can't. His, his brother's watching him. And I, and I don't know if it... Sorry, like, I don't know if it's in the books at all, but I feel like in the there's a point in the books that it could... Again, it could just be fan fiction that I read of Poseidon at some point alluding to the fact that he wanted to be there or he was there at some point. I mean, he's probably said it. Um, he probably has said it. Um, I, like, again, it's been forever since I've But it's just, like, the fact that they changed it up a little bit and were like, no, he actually wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. And the... and It's like, is he a perfect dad? Not by a long no. shot. But he also, he does what he can. You know, yeah. he, he's doing the best he can with the circumstances they were mm-hmm. given. It's like he knows that he cannot be present in Percy's life. Exactly. And so he does the so best he, he can do. So he helps how he can. Exactly. Um... But so, like, I really, um, I think that was a good idea. Which I think, I, which I really, sorry, like, I really like that they did that too because then it, and then uh, again, when Percy goes up to Olympus and confronts Zeus, and then Poseidon shows up when Zeus is gonna like attack Percy, Percy gets to see, oh, my dad, he does care mm-hmm. in some way. And so yeah. then that kind of, I like that because then when Luke tries, basically tries to recruit him, yeah. you can see Percy's like, no, like, no. Yeah, like, I, I like, like, my, my dad like does my dad care. my dad may not be the best, but he cares about me. Yeah, like, I promise he way. actually does care. He just had to figure out the best way to show it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I thought that was really smart. Um, I mean, I guess it does help <clears throat> a little bit that Percy is his only half-blood child. True. His human true, true, true. child, where it's like, Hermes has like how many? Oh my goodness, Hermes, and, that horn dog man, he and, is just you know, going. Ares has how many? It's like right? all these gods and goddesses have so many children, so it makes sense. Like it sucks, but it makes sense yeah. why they're not there for all of their children. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Poseidon has one half human child to worry about. Yeah. So it makes sense that he would be able to devote a little bit more of his attention to that child. Yeah. Now. Um, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know how we got to this point. I genuinely forgot the conversation that happened to get to this exact point. But going back to what I think I was originally talking about, Grover, um, it, okay, I genuinely, like, I was listening to Jillian right now and I was like, in my head, I was like, I don't know I how mean, we got here. I'll, I'll find out when I go back and listen to I was to like, I was listening to her and in my head, I was like, I was like. I don't remember the roadmap that we got to this point. Like, I don't know how we got here. And that's the beauty of unscripted podcasts. But also, this happens when I'm driving too, guys. Like, I'll be driving and Crystal's like, are you good? And I'm like, I don't know how we got here. I remember driving and I remember taking turns, but I don't know how we ended up here. Cool. Um, But, so, um, Grover, okay. The one thing that I'm really proud that they included in the series that I don't think is in the movie. I don't remember it being in the movie is um, Grover and his search for Pan. 
I think they they might mention it in the movies, but I'm not 100%. Now, obviously, I think they mention it. If they do, it would, if anything, it would be in the second one because yeah. that's when he is on his search for Pan. So, if anything, they would be talking about it in the second movie, but I don't know if they. Talk yeah, about because it in the like first for one. because for Grover, we got more, we got a little bit more backstory. You know, we not not backstory, we got a little bit more time with Grover, a little bit more depth to his. Character. Yeah, like I love that they included the mother character for him, mm-hmm. and that they talk about him how he like picks at his horns when he's nervous or yeah. when he's stressed, and they they go back to that in the sixth, no eighth episode, sixth seventh something like that. No sixth episode. Um, they go back to it because when they're going to the underworld. And he's picking at his horns, and then Annabeth, Annabeth gives, gives him the red stress red ball. ball. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I see what you're doing there. Cerberus. Oh, Cerberus, baby. Um, but so I, I, I like that. And then at the end of it, we get um, the end of the se- season. We, we find out he got his license. He's now able to go search flower. for Pan. The flower. So oh, my cute. goodness, baby. And he's like, <clears throat> no one's ever checked the seas. And all the fans, all the book fans, yeah, Sea of Monsters, let's yep. go. And the fact that Percy's like, hey, I know somebody in management down there. He needs some help. And I'm like, Percy, you Sweetheart. idiot. I love you. Um, but also, you know what this means that we're getting season two? We're getting Tyson. We are getting Tyson. Tyson. And we were talking about this the other day. Is that... The casting, it's like, while the casting has been fantastic for this whole season so far, it has to be absolutely perfect for for Tyson. Because the movie, Tyson did not do him justice. No, he was too... He he was too, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Pretty? No, not really. He was, he was too, um, too educated. Yeah. I don't know if that's the word I'm looking for. No, no, I get it. Because, but Um, also, but also it is a thing where... They have to be careful. Yeah, no, because, 100%, 100%. Because in the books, obviously, Tyson is a very... He's... He's very innocent and naive in a certain he is. respect. And, but he is... But he's also... He's very knowledgeable, of course, about, you know, the Greek... Yeah. The Greek world, because that's the world he lives in. Exactly, and so... Um, it's the human world that he's a little bit... Yeah, and so I'm excited you know. to see how they go about casting that right and you know what changes they might make yeah exactly but this also means because okay i'm sorry but because he's i think like i think that in like cyclops terms he's supposed to be like in in, like a toddler yeah because here's the thing i don't know about y'all but i was pissed when i watched the sea of monsters movie and the fact that they didn't have him and percy being best friends at school like they're literally he's literally supposed to be there like he looks out for tyson yeah he's there to be like his little protector like that's what he does and then he finds out that they're brothers and he's kind of like oh he's like okay and it just becomes a thing but also the fact that like annabeth is doesn't you know she doesn't like tyson i mean they got that right in the movie they did um (laughs) also the spray bottle mist. Is the just spray bottle so mist was stupid. BS. Okay, but BS. I'm glad that they addressed the mist because they addressed it in the in the show, right? Yeah, yeah, they addressed it in the show. So yeah. I'm glad that they've already addressed it. So then we can, you know, yeah, it'll ex- and explain away. And I think I two. I told this to Jillian too. Is that I really I like in the show, um, in the first episode, we see Grover one. Okay, so he doesn't have crutches in the show. Which is one thing that he obviously he has in the books because he is always wearing pants and he, according to Percy, when we first meet them, that he has some sort of muscular disease with his legs so he can't walk properly. Obviously, it's because he's a satyr, okay? But... <laughs> he's got them goat legs. In the show, they scrap the the, um, the crutches all together and instead he's wearing pants and he doesn't have, he doesn't have any leg disorder. But then once they're on their quest, 
he's still wearing shorts, but you see his satyr legs. Yeah. And you're like, oh, they're just... Okay. You're like... It's probably the mist just is affecting humans and they just exactly. see regular legs. Um, so that was really cool. Um, but yeah, so they're... So season two, we're going to get more of Grover and his search for Pan. And we're going to get Ooh, all of that. The connection between him and Percy. Mm-hmm. I really... <gasps> oh, Arion and Walker are going to slay that so hard. I'm just so excited also, though, for season two. Okay. You know what I can't wait for, though, is who they're going to cast for Pan. Yeah, I mean, we don't even see Pan until... What book? The Labyrinth, right? Yeah. Before? Is he still... No. Is it that... I don't think it's that soon. What book is it? Let's Hang look. on. Hold on. Let's look, guys. Am I... Cause Let's I, go on this I adventure together. That, I thought that they don't even meet I thought Pan. they meet Pan. I, well, I know they no, meet Pan, I know but... they do, but I don't think it's even until the second series. Is it? Let's see. Unless um, I'm misremembering. Because obviously, we know that Grover... Basically takes on the responsibilities of Pan, because because I think it's in it could be a book four. Uh, he's mentioned Lightning Thief. He's mentioned uh, he's not. I don't even think he's actually in any of them. Oh, he's mentioned. He, no, no, no. He, Battle of the Labyrinth. Okay, so because he then he's mentioned in the rest. So we have to wait okay. three more seasons essentially. Okay. okay. Um, let so me we see do actually meet him. If yeah. this guy is still alive, I want him to play him. Who? Um, hold on. Let me make sure he's still alive first before I mention him. Um, You're like, I want this person. Yeah, because that person is dead. Oh, exactly. That's why I'm like, uh, gotta see. Um, hold on. Specifically because we saw it because he was in that show. Um, he was in the show uh, uh, Tin Man, Richard, Richard Dreyfus. Oh. He played the the the, pow- the wizard. Yeah. I think if they go that same route for the for Pan he would be really good. Just kind of like that kind of like not here kind of look about him. But also, I also really want like um, Paul Giamatti, some bald guy. <laughs> some I re- bald guy. Some bald guy is like the only way I feel like we can go for Pan. I don't know. I don't know who I would see it, who I could see or Pan. Or better Definitely yet. older. Better yet, get uh, Danny DeVito. Please. He's already played Phil. Why would that be so funny? He though? already played Phil. So we Why need him in this. So funny. I mean, everybody already wanted him to play uh, Mr. Mr. D. D. And I then, know. Yeah. I mean, it works for what we got. But I mean, based on the description in the book, yeah, he could have been uh, Mr. D. Yeah, the 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 Roman version. Yeah. But speaking of Mr. D, number the next one on the list was Mr. D, which we got. We did thankfully because in the, I, in the movies he's only here's, in the okay. second one. And let me just say right now, okay, when we first watched those movies, what year? Oh, what year did the first one come out? Oh, um, let's see. Hold on. Twenty tens. Let's isn't see. It? Yeah, or earlier than that. Um, Percy Jackson. Twenty ten. Oh, I was. Whoo. Okay, so when the first <laughs> one came out, I was twenty eleven. Or I was twenty eleven. I was eleven. So I was like thirteen. Actually, no, I wasn't even eleven yet. I was still ten. Um, because it came out in February. Okay, see, I was like thirteen then. So when the first one came out, I I had already I think I had already read the full series. I, I think because I think when did the last one come out? Um, probably like just a couple years after then. Uh, let's see. Hold probably on. Probably twenty twelve, at the latest. Uh, sorry guys, this is like let's see. Hold on, because um, the first one came out in two thousand five. Oh, the books. Oh. Yeah, sorry, I sorry. I you're still talking about the movie. No, because I'm, I'm trying to think, because I think I'd read them all by the time the movie came out, but I'm trying to remember if they were even all out by then. Right. Or if I'm just, like, in my head, I'm going crazy. Uh, okay, there's the book. Yeah, so 2005. Okay, and then... 
let's see, Sea of Monsters came out in 2006, uh, Titan's Curse, 2007, uh, okay, yeah, so they were all out by that time. Good. I was like, I'm pretty sure I'd read them all by that time. Um, or I'd read at least most of them by that time. Um, I had read them all. I had Jillian had not. I didn't, I didn't read them until just a couple years ago. Yeah, so I had very, very strong opinions about the first movie. Mind you, mind you, I got it for my birthday that year. I thought we saw it in theaters. We, we saw it, yeah, we, we saw it in theaters, and then I got it for my birthday because you guys were like, yeah, and I was like... No. No. I mean, we still have it, but we just don't watch I it. I have both of them, but I refuse to... Like, I don't watch them, but I can't get rid of them. Yeah, here's the thing, and I know we've talked about this before, is that if they were not based on such a beloved yeah. book series, they could have been a lot better. But exactly. Because they were based on a book series that people loved so much, and mm-hmm. then they just changed way too much about it. Yeah. They com- And, like, they... they screwed up the storyline yeah so badly and i had to i had to explain this again to my friend at school because i was like in the movie they're 15 in the book they're 12 because the prophecy because the prophecy is supposed to come true by the time they're 16 yeah i think they aged them up to like 16 yeah which is you can't so then they push the prophecy to 21 which does not work because the whole point and i know we've talked about this the entire point is that half-bloods most half-bloods do not make it in the real world do not make it past the age of like 12 or yeah 13 exactly or so it was just like it was kind of like i remember i was like ooh, and specifically one of the biggest reasons was that mr d wasn't in it because like he's literally he's in the book he is the camp director he is the he director um and then, of course they course corrected it and put him in the second one which is which i will say was um what, who was that one that was uh it wasn't Paul Giamatti. Oh, no, 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 Uh, uh, uh. Oh, I can picture, I can see his I face in my head. Stanley Tucci. Thank you. Uh, Stanley Tucci, I will say he did a great job as Mr. D. He did good I did like him. Given. I did like him as Mr. D, but it wasn't, it wasn't what it should be. Okay. That's just, so I'm glad that they had him. I'm glad that we got a, what we did of Mr. D in this one. And I cannot wait for more. Okay. Um, and the next one, which I don't think even happens until later is the dream communication and visions while the campers sleep so because we know that they get dreams we know yeah we know that percy gets dreams yeah um supposedly annabeth does because he he asks her and she kind of is like Uh "Eh." so i I don't think they dwell heavily on no but i did like in this show that we got percy having dream having the chronos Mm -hmm. dreams yeah specifically literally one of my favorite scenes of him is the very end of the series or the season when they're talking and and Sally's just like you have the nightmare again yeah and grandpa just, and she's, she's just like, like don't, don't, don't call, call him that. that like Percy so honey funny. you I love you um so that was he's that was like, nice he's a, he's a hoot and then okay the one that everybody is waiting for Blackjack the king of kings the fact that they alluded like they didn't even allude they, they like, showed, showed him. him they showed Blackjack with baby Percy but like not like together obviously but like yeah a bit of a distance, also but uh, so good. I brought up Blackjack to this friend at school. He is so confused as to why Pegasus are or Pegasi are like creatures of Poseidon. Like he's just like what? And I'm like Pegasi horses like they're Poseidon's like that's 
one of his things and he's just like how and i was like i don't know he just wants to know everything i was like i don't i was like i didn't go that far into the lore to know why i think they explain it at some point some point but like i could be wrong i know and i know i think everybody's number one fan cast for him for is, years has been john mulaney please to be the voice but there was somebody else that we were talking about the other day and i don't remember who it was so. i don't remember either uh, but john mulaney would be really good but also i you know, actually, who I was thinking of is, I think it would be really funny because it pissed so many people off, is just to get Aquafina to be Blackjack. Because, <laughs> like, everybody gets so irritated when she's in things because she's just herself. Like, it's just her yeah, voice. Yeah, and that's, and, and if they get somebody, like, if it's going to be, like, the person's voice, it has to be, like, the perfect voice. And it has to be the Brooklyn accent. Yeah, that's the biggest <laughs> but thing. It's got to be that. In that, in that vein, I think it would be absolutely hysterical if Aquafina did Blackjack because it would make no sense but also the most perfect sense like weirdly it works and it doesn't that's funny um but also but yeah John Mulaney would be I mean, perfect who do you who, who, who do you all think should should voice Blackjack because I genuinely want to I, I'm curious these other fan yeah are for that um but okay because Blackjack is so perfect and so, so important especially because I think that we don't I think in the books we don't really even meet Blackjack until like the second series isn't it um no he's i thought he was in the first series i could be because i know that he's in it a girl significantly keep having to look these up i know i know it's fine i i'd I'm rather terrible. no it's fine my phone's just dying I um don't charge your phone i will uh let's see blackjack is in oh he's so gorgeous um i love it because it, it's under family it says pegasus father <laughs> it's like yeah that's that's true um Okay, no, he is in Sea of Monsters. He's okay. in the last four books, and then he's mentioned in the first two Heroes of Olympus books. Right. And then okay. he's in the last two. Okay. Uh, or in Mark of Athena and Blood of Olympus, yeah. Okay. Um, but... I mean, so that means we'll get Blackjack more Exactly. So that means they need to cast him now. Yes. Because we need to know who it is. Yes. Um, so or let us know who your fan also, cast is for the voice of Blackjack. For I'm some curious. reason, also in my head, I'm getting... Um, who is it? Uh, oh, my gosh. Who's the actor? It's... um. For some reason, I kind of want David Spade. <laughs> Why did my head just go to that Marcelo guy from SNL? Oh, he would... Okay, he would kind of crush it, though. I don't know why. I think um, that would be funny. I'm going to... Hold on. I want to look up... Pedro media. Pascal. Okay, but Pedro Pascal would crush it. I don't know why I'm thinking um, of all these, like, Hispanic people. I mean, sure. Why not? Um, how about... <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of Hispanics in New York. How? Latin. I got it. Ricky Gervais. Oh my god, Ricky Gervais! Get a get it, yeah. Get a British person. To do it. Just get... That would be hilarious. Okay, get Ed Gamble. Oh my god, get Ed Gamble or you love Ed Gamble. Ed Gamble or no, no, get no, 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 no. no. James A. Caster. James A. Caster. <laughs> Could you just imagine? No, I want James A. Caster to play. My eyes are so. <laughs> Apollo just so we could have him like f just floating down with a little with, like his little loot no, thingy and just being like hey no. um but yeah <clears throat> okay back on yes but blackjack iconic need it need the perfect casting and here's my thing it I, in my opinion it needs to be a comedic person it oh, needs yeah, to be a comedian it like needs it, to be a comedian it only or works somebody who has really good comedic timing exactly <gasps> who jack black Oh my god! <laughs> Jack Black portraying Blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
good. That is good. <laughs> that's good. That is good. I think okay, that's like number one. That's all funny. right, Rick Rick okay. just just so you know, it needs to be Jack needs Black be Jack playing Black Jack. <laughs> oh, okay, that would be too good. Oh, um funny. okay. Um <clears throat> next one, which I don't think would be even be happening until later, if I remember the books correctly, is the detailed storyline of the recreation of Kronos. Yeah. Because that doesn't happen until... We don't even get, like, Kronos, Kronos until the fifth one. And yeah. even then, it's not actually Kronos, Kronos. It's Kronos in Luke's body. Exactly. Kronos. Which is so depressing to think about. I'm it like, is. Because uh... it's so good. But, and, which is another reason to dislike yeah. the movies. Because they just okay, hold on. butchered that whole thing. Um, I think I'm remembering incorrectly, or I'm fan casting it in my head. Um, or I'm thinking, fan fictioning it in my head. Uh, Luke doesn't die in Percy's arms, does he? I don't remember. Because personally, I think it would be really depressing and awful, but I think I would love it if we have, like, they're able to save Luke or what, or they save Luke, essentially, and he, but he dies in Percy's arms, you know, like well, that moment. Because he, he takes his own life to save everybody. Exactly. So it's, it's like, it's one of those things where you see it, you see it happen and then Percy, like, runs and just, like, kind of, like, holds Luke. Because mm. he's, like, in my head, for Percy, it would be one of those, like, he may have been, he may have betrayed us, but that doesn't mean he deserves to die without people around him. Like, right, people right. who love him kind of thing. No, that's fair. Because that 100%. I mean, people even pointed out that in the finale, when he, when they're fighting and Luke, he accidentally hits Luke with the he sword. Says, sorry. He's he like, apologizes. I'm sorry. And he, like, goes to move forward. And then that's when Luke swings back around. Right. And I'm like, oh. And also, let me just say, backbiter. Oh. So sexy. As soon as he whipped out that sword, I was like, oh, it's backbiter. So sexy. I think okay. I forgot the name, but I knew what I was talking yeah. about. Same thing with Riptide. Mm. And also, I've had this plan for years. I just have to get it done. Is to get a Riptide tattoo. Oh, but yeah. I want like I want the full. So I want the sword like down the side of my arm uh -huh. because then my other plan is to get on the other arm. I want to get um, uh, Excalibur. So I have oh, both yeah. swords. Mm. Or mean, you've just got, you've got the tattoo right there, so it might get. In the well, way. I can do it like right below. I guess so. Or you I can even do it on like the other side. You can do it on the inside, either, like right here, like on the inside. I have, but whatever. You're... Yeah. Is this what ruining my plan? Well, I can get, I could get, oh, I could get one with you the hilt on the, this side and the other with the hilt on this side, so they're like next to each other, oh. or or even getting, or even getting, um, getting backbiter and riptide on the same, like that'd be interesting, right? <clears throat> Anyways, um, although I do know that somebody pointed out that now everybody who's a fan of Percy Jackson is going to be getting hold fast. Brave the storm oh, as a tattoo. 100%. I was like, yes, obviously, I will be getting it. I don't know where. Or my one. my idea is to get it like collarbone area, like right here. Tramp stamp. Yes. No, I am still holding fast to my plan to get a tramp stamp that says executive producer Dick Wolf. And then the words done done on each of my butt cheeks. Like I, I'm sorry, but it's it's going to happen. Oh, I, I need you. it to happen. I hate you. Actually, okay, no, this is <laughs> this is a joke we had at school. That when we were in uh, when we were in our VN class, which for those of you who don't know, VN Wasserie, it's croissants, danishes, right? So and Kate class, one of the things, one of the the tools she gives us to learn is um, is speed angle pressure when you're piping on a cake, right? I was like, I was like, hey, let's get speed angle pressure as a tramp stamp, and then Gage was like, that's a bad idea. And I was like, it's hilarious though, but it's also a terrible idea. But yeah. I love it at the same time. Anyway, anyways, getting back to it. Um, <clears throat> The recreation of Kronos, Kronos itself. I don't know who would play Kronos, but they have to get the perfect, like, like godly actor to but portray. But also, do we really, 
do we actually like see sequels? No, or are you but, talking about like like the flashback? I think like flashback voice type. Because like the voice, mm-hmm. I definitely want. I don't know if I would want when Kronos takes over Luke's body. I don't know if I would want it to still. I feel like having it be Luke's voice would be really gut wrenching. Oh, it would be a hundred percent. But also, it would be interesting if they had some kind of like morph, morph. They could of, do of Luke's voice. <clears throat> And another voice, kind of like more. They could do it. They, so they did something similar when they did the Shadowhunter series mm-hmm. because they had three actresses playing um, the the Sealy Queen, right? Yeah. And there's a scene <clears throat> where she flashes between all three of them mm-hmm. and it morphs them all together as she's screaming, and so you get all oh, yeah. you get the because Lola, I think it's Lola Flannery, yeah. played the young version. So they had her her scream echoed with these two adult screams, and it mm-hmm. echoed together. And it was terrifying, but yeah. so good. So um, I don't know which which option I would enjoy more. Like, and by enjoy I mean like be more gut wrenching. Yeah. So like they have to find the perfect thing. But also for some reason in my head I'm picturing it when Cronus is in Luke's body. I'm like as he's like standing there. I'm picturing like that that look where it's like almost like he's cracking oh, and you see yeah. the gold. You see the like the bright gold mm-hmm. like shining out of him like. It it would make sense. Maybe his scar is like shining is because like shining. because it's cracking open because he can't Ooh. stand like. You can Rick, you can you can take that you Rick, can take that. I get that's a, for I, you. Uh, I need a writer's credit for that. Uh, names at the very bottom. That's all I we need. Need a writer's credit yeah, on that. Just right there. Um, I will say, speaking of writer's credit, I wrote a fan fiction in my sophomore year of high school, which got forty out of forty on my creative writing thing. The only one, mind you, who got forty out of forty. Okay? And she did it with fan fiction. And I did y'all. it with. Well, okay. To be fair, the 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 prompt was to use was to write a or was to write a story based on the book we had just read. In my head, I was like, "So you mean fan fiction?" <laughs> okay, fan fiction. cool. I was like, "Got you." And I've been reading. Not gonna say fan no, fiction. and I was rereading Percy Jackson at the time, so I was like, "Say less." So I wrote a Percy Jackson fanfic, and it got forty out of forty. And I was like, "Hey." So just want to point that out. Okay. Did you ever post it online? I don't think so. I have you it should. printed out. You should. I should. I really should. If you guys want me to, I will. Maybe, maybe kind of edit it a edit little bit. Little. Oh, I you need were to. What, like middle school? High school. I don't know why I thought. I literally school. said sophomore year. I'm. I zoned out. If you can't tell, we're sisters. Just a heads up. Um, but yeah. So I do need to edit it because it is so. It is so high school. It. it um. I mean, you were what. 14, 14, 15, like that, yeah. yeah. Um, But anyways, so that's, you know, what we need. Um, And then it has um, Artemis and her Huntresses making several appearances, which obviously we don't get them until book two, three? Three. No. No. Two. Right? Well, because in, I think by the third book. No, third book, because Thalia. Thalia is already a hunter by the third one, isn't she? Or she's. No, because she doesn't even make an appearance until the end of the second book, remember? Right. Oh, okay, yeah. So I think she becomes a hunter by the end of the third one. Yeah, so they're in the third one. I don't think they're in it. No, they are in it because they have to find Artemis. Yeah. They're searching for Artemis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I would. I cannot wait. I want to see who they have portraying Artemis. Yeah, because again, this this casting also has to be. Because it has to be somebody. It has to be a a child, essentially. It has to be. Not a child, but it has to be. Not a child, but like a young woman. Yeah. My. Immediately. Because Artemis purposefully makes herself appear young to fit in with her hunters. Yes. Immediately, my mind already wants to just go to Lola Flannery because I think she would crush it. But there are a couple other people I've thought of that would be amazing. I don't know off the top of my head. I'd have to really, like, look at She has who's... to look powerful and young. Right. 
without feeling like a child. Yeah. Like, it just has to work. It's like she has to look like a child, but also have an air of, like, maturity yeah. and wisdom about her. So they need the perfect person. Um, and then, Bianca and Nico. Now, for those of you who looked at the Easter egg stuff on Twitter, if you were paying attention and went back and rewatched and we it... we don't get them till season three, though. <clears throat> I know. Is you hear... In the background you have of the to casino really scene, listen to it. and somebody posted the clip, so it's online. Yeah. Is you can hear somebody in the background shouting "Bianca, Bianca," and they were like that. They confirmed yeah. that that is Nico, but there is also supposed to be. There was a scene I think that got cut where you see a bunch of kids shout or they're cheering for a kid playing yeah. one of the games, shouting "Nico, Nico, Nico," oh. but they cut that piece I think. But they left in the Bianca scene, so we know that they're there. We know that they're there. And I'm sorry, but that he sounded so little. He sounded. And, like, literally, this is the thing, is that he's supposed to be, like, a baby. A baby. He's supposed to be, what, like, 10? Something like that. Here we go again. We're going to look it up again. <laughs> Neither of us remember these things. No. Um, but, yeah, no, I cannot wait. I'm going to cry. It's going to be so heartbreaking, especially to see the, the switch up, like, <gasps> the complete 180 in an instant. Because oh, my gosh. for those of you who know, who have read the books, when he first shows up, he's this bright bubbly happy little child and then when they the others come back from the quest and he realizes what happened to his sister it's like an instant 180 to be fair though that i feel like that is the most accurate thing about sibling about like with your sibling like like whether you fight or not or whether you guys hate each other or not the second something you're like oh no this is no don't say anything don't do anything like the status of that sibling well yeah but you know what i mean obviously you know, it's still... Yeah, like, okay, but... sorry, I pulled up his page. I will say, Rick, the official art... Oh, yeah, the official art does him dirty. Uh, who is that? Who is that? But also the other art, that's definitely, like, later Nico that is not... Well, I know, but, like, but like... season three baby Nico. Okay, well, uh, so then there's that one, too. There's yeah. a few other on here. Um, but, like, oh, sir. Um, also, isn't it, like, I don't know if it's, like, a, a fan thing or, like, a book thing where he basically becomes super emo. It's a book thing, I think, because because okay. he like he gets super pale and he wears right. like the the skull Does shirts wear, and like okay. this. And all I that wasn't jazz. sure because I thought I read something somewhere of somebody talking about how it was like like a fan thing that him like all his fan art he's super emo. But I was like I was pretty it's a sure thing. that he just like starts wearing dark clothes. Yeah. Um. But yeah. No. Uh. So it says cro- biologically he's fifteen. Chronologically he's eight eighty two. Okay. So because so, that that would be by the. By, I'm guessing by, like, the last book or something, he'd be 15. Or, or well, or, okay, I think that, like, where no, the but, books are at now, the books that have just been released, that he's probably 15. So, that, yeah, so let's see. So, he'd see. probably be about 10, I think, when they first meet him. Um, I think so, yeah, let's see. Uh, I said 10 at the oldest, because then Bianca is supposed to be, like, 13, uh, yeah, um, I'm trying to see. Should say. Hmm. Yeah, I think he's only supposed to be like eight or nine. Yeah. Something like that. Um, so, again, a baby. A baby. So they need to find, and obviously, again, this is one that they have to wait to cast until they start filming. Because, like, 
you because with kids they, they shoot up they, so fast. Like I mean, Walker's I'm sorry, he, he shot up in height so fast. He's already 15, and yeah. he's, he's supposed to be 13 in the in the next, next season. Season. Which like it, it still Which works is fine because it's, it won't be the first time that they've had people who are maybe a couple years older than yeah. what they're supposed to be portraying. But you know, we want to keep... at least they're kids. Yeah. So it works. So, um, but they but like, need to. That's why I want them to like green light the next seasons like right now, yeah. so that as soon as they finish, not like a right away, because yeah. we want to give these kids a little bit of a break in between yeah, seasons. Yeah, of course. But that way they don't have to wait. They can be like, okay, yeah, once we're done here, yeah. a couple months. But off, also, and then we'll get back to work. Uh, one thing I will say to whoever casts these kids have to be Italian American. They cannot be any other. Like they, they that is part of their story part of who yeah. they are is being italian because i think there's a few instances in the books where nico is like ranting and he's speaking in italian yeah. like it's a thing i mean that goes for their last name is d'angelo like yeah. and that that goes for several other characters like in leo has to be series. hispanic frank has, has to, to be, be chinese, chinese canadian. canadian um hazel, hazel has to be a little another black actress yeah um uh piper has to be native american yes. like there are so many characters there are so many characters in these books and i think that it definitely has to be that nationality and it definitely is more in the second it's more in the second series yeah that there is more of those diverse characters yeah. um so definitely. but just yeah and i'm sure that you know the people working on oh yeah rick will do a good job it. um and then of course Tyson working for Poseidon and Tyson in general. Yes. Iconic. Wait for Tyson. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to see him. Um I never know how to pronounce this. Ogigia. 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 And Calypso. Calypso. Cannot wait. Cannot wait for Calypso. Um I will say I don't remember as much about Calypso and that the island as I should. I remember bits. Oh yeah. Kronos taking over Luke's body before becoming his true form. So he does become his true form. Does uh, he? Yeah. It, I, well, I wrote it down, so it must be true. I have to go look again. At the I book. haven't read that book in forever. I know. I keep rereading the first and second books over and over again. And I keep rereading Lost Lost Hero over uh, and over again. Because I don't know why, but for some reason, I got really hooked on Lost Hero, like, really, really quickly. And I just, like, read it, like... Even though Percy ain't in it. Yeah. I read it, like, three times <laughs> after. Funny. Like, I just kept reading it. Uh, but yes, I Kronos is like very, very important. Like you have to get the perfect person, mm-hmm. the perfect voice. Like it has to work so well. I don't know why, but I kind of want to see Rafe Fiennes. Ooh. I just want him to be the villain okay. in both big series of my life. Obviously, Percy Jackson and Harry Potter. It would just work. Or mm, no, yeah, no, yeah. I can't think of anyone. Yeah, so he'd be good. Um, okay. The next one, obviously, uh, Romance Between the Demigods. So, Persebeth, Grover and Juniper, Clarice and Chris, and Selena and Charles. Now, now, let's, let's talk about this for a moment. Online so, recently. first of all, um, Clarice and Chris, one of the most important storylines. Like, like, one of the most important, like, is, romances. Like, they definitely do not get enough love no. online, which, I, you know, I, I understand the LGBT community, you know. Yeah. I have no problem with them seeing whatever, wherever. Better not. Obviously, I don't, because I know you'd beat me to a pulp if I did, because you're bi. Good. Glad you're aware of this. Anyways. Yes. (laughs) I have no problem, like, if they want to add undertones of Clarice and Selena. I have no problem. As long as they don't ruin at least the friendship that starts between Clarice and Chris. Yeah. With everything that happens. Yeah, exactly. As long as they don't ruin, like ruin that 
uh-huh. aspect of the relationship, I'm okay, whatever, yeah. you know. And same thing, but it's the same deal with, like, Selena and Charles. Because that's another big one. It's that, such like, a big storyline for those two. I'm also really excited to see who they cast as Charles and Selena. Yeah. Because... I've, I've always envisioned Beckendorf as a person of color. No, same, same. I, I for think some a reason, lot of people I, have. For some reason in my head, I always either envisioned him as black or um, Asian. No, me too. Like, always. And I think a lot of people And have then Selena well. in my head is always, like, dark hair. Dark, and, like, long, dark, like, like olive black skin. Hair. Like, yeah. very, very... I, and, well, I think that's a lot of the fan art, too. Yeah, it's very... Like yeah, so I think that's the only way that it works. Um, I, for some reason, I really want them to cast... Um, is it uh, Ross Butler? Because, like, he's in so many he's teen lot, movies yeah. or shows that I'm like, I feel like he just needs to be in it to round it out. Just just get a little and have everyone be like, yeah, you know, it's uh, there's uh, there's Charles. And they all, and Percy looks and he's just like, is it just me or is that guy really big for 15? They're just like, he had a growth spurt. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> he's just like huge. I just oh, I think it would be hilarious. Um, but yes. Okay. And then, um, oh, but also um, Grover and Juniper. Yeah. Juniper needs to be the most, like, sweet, the s- sweetest, like, most innocent person ever, but also badass. Yeah. Like, just perfect. I feel like, I'm trying to think of, like, in my head who I'm seeing, I but I... think of anyone. For, okay, I do, in my head... Is this in my head, or does she have green skin? I'm pretty sure that's how everybody's envisioned her. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna do it. Um, but, it, in my head, though, she also has, like, auburn red yeah, hair but okay. i think i think they they might have described her i don't genuinely do not remember it is highly possible but like we've said a few times we have not read the books in a while yeah it's been a hot minute since i've read I, all of I them i wanted to read the reread the first one before the show i will came be, out, i will reread them again before will, the second season i will absolutely reread them um, but, i just got yes. so many books I so read. um but yeah so charles and selena is incredibly important specifically like i feel like they need to be people of color i feel like it, it just that's how everyone's envisioned them so i feel like that makes the most sense um, Chris, we already have, and Clarice, we already have. So I'm really excited to see how that works. I'm so excited. To um, see and then Juniper, I cannot wait for Juniper. Juniper. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for Juniper. Um, and then of course the mist, which we've already had mentioned. Um, yeah, this first which season. it's going to be more important, of course, with Tyson. It's yeah, it definitely gets more prominent in the later seasons, in the yeah. later books, with everything that goes exactly, down, especially in that final yeah. battle. But I think like one of my favorite things is because I think that. Sally is able to see through it, isn't she? Yes. Or like, or like, she's able to see through most of it, or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's not as susceptible <clears throat> to it. Yeah. And then I don't think Paul sees through it, but he's still all gung ho about. Oh, like, he's yeah, ready. Let's go. He's ready. Um, and I'm just, I know that she's not in it until the third one, but Rachel Elizabeth Dare, <gasps> she's another queen that can see through the queen. I am really excited. I love to see Red. Who they cast for love her. Red. She um, has to be redhead, obviously. Her yeah. name is literally Red. It's literally like um, it's her. That's gonna be fun to see. Here's the thing: um, if if she weren't, if they weren't too old, I would want either, um, what's Cat McNamara, Cat McNamara, or Madeline Petch. Yeah, but they're they, both they're, they're both too now. old to play. But like, she's supposed, she, you know, she's supposed to be <clears> like Percy's age. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, there was. I loved this season as a whole. I yeah. absolutely loved it, and I think a big part of it is because. We read the books. So yeah, we knew a lot about, and you know, I've I've seen from people talk about how the season was underwhelming in certain respects, or I 
I would have loved to have seen longer episodes. Yes, I can understand um, that. I personally... Just because I've, I, there were some, there were a couple episodes where I was like, oh, it's over already. I want more. Yeah, I also... More action. I also expected the Percy and Aries fight to be longer. Yeah. I mean, when I told, when I was talking to Crystal about it, I literally told her, I was like, it's probably going to take up at least like 12 minutes of the episode. <laughs> it took up like four. So yeah. I was kind of like, oh. And that's another one that like... We might have to, like, go back to, like, the books again and look and see how long their fight scenes actually are. Because I think I saw somebody talking about how, in reality, a lot of the fight scenes only last for, like, a, a page or two yeah, pages. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Because, uh, again, a lot of it is Percy's internal thoughts and dialogue. Mm-hmm. So, that takes up a big chunk of stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so much to love about these episodes. Yeah, and I and think... Whether or not... Was it absolutely perfect? Of course no, not. No, no. There were some things that I wish they would have done that... Actually, I will be honest. There wasn't a whole lot that I had a problem with. Like, I enjoyed the majority of what happened because it felt like I was watching the books come to life. So, I don't have a whole lot of problems with I it. Mean, there I, might have been little details here and there, there that were, would have been nice to there see. There were some things here and there were, like, little side I moments. Been, I would have liked to have seen more of Percy at camp before going on the yeah. quest. Um, just because he is there for... He's not there for super... He's there for... A, we talked about this the other day. He's literally there for, like, two days. He's Well, he's, he's there long enough to at least, I think, start learning a little... Like, he's there long enough to, like, start, like, sword fight training and Which stuff like that. Which we see. We see that the um, montage. We see that flashback. Um, but then I think... Because I think the majority of his time at camp is spent after he gets back from the place. Yeah, well, because... Well, well, we know that he was in what he was in... Uh, quest, he was unconscious for, what, like, two days. Yeah, because the and, quest only takes about a week. Not even, well, not even that, because they're, they say that the, well, okay, so they say summer solstice is in seven days on, when they're at camp, and then it takes them a hot minute to, like, get out the door and everything. He's there for at least, like, two days before they're like, hey, summer solstice, and we gotta get going, and then, of course, they're in the Lowe's Casino, they come out, they only have a day. In this one, I did like that they sped it up, although I do appreciate that everybody online was like, I'm sorry, what now? What is happening? We're... My, my one thing that I... Not about the show, but, like, about people online. Is whenever there was, like, some kind of change happened, people were, like, immediately jumping on it, being like, what is the purpose? Like, blah, blah, blah. They're, like, getting upset. And I'm like, do you not realize how TV shows work? They're not going to explain everything right away. Yeah. You have to wait for the next episode to see how and, it unfolds. And it's like... It's like... um out. One of the things is, like, the, like the, the pearls, right? So, obviously, we find out that Percy and Annabeth and Grover missed the deadline. So, we know that that's coming into play. But then he gets four pearls instead of three. Which, like, obviously, me and Jillian were both like, what? what? Okay. We're like, well, how is that going to happen? Exactly. And mind you, this was episode six, five, six, something like that. And so, when they get going, you realize, as it goes on, you realize, like, oh, okay. Because the three of them have one, so one is meant for Percy's mom, right? Well, then... Of course, Grover loses one in Cerberus's mouth, so now there's only three. So now, of course, you're like, oh, okay, one of them's going to have to stay behind. Well, then, Annabeth gets caught in the, the fields of Asphodel, so she's trapped, so she uses the pearl, pearl to, to escape, so out. now there's only two. But by the time they get down there anyway, Percy's like, okay, I'll tell you what, I'll get the helm back if you give me my mom. He's like, all right, sure. He's like, here's the thing, what I also love about Hades, there was no BS with him. He's kind of yeah. like, listen, I want this, you want this, we'll do it, it's fine, it works. Um, and it worked out. Um, so that was a change that we were kind of like, oh, okay. But also there was the change in how the scene with 
Medusa went down. Because, mm-hmm. like, obviously in the books, it's a little bit different. She kind of winds, she almost, she almost winds and dines them, kind of feel like she offers them beverages. She off, she takes a photo. Like she, I mean, all she this. offers them food and but, stuff in the show. But, too. you know, like, it's, uh, in the book, it's a lot more of her being, like, accusatory, being like, your dad, blah, 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 my dad, you're all this, right? I used to date. Your daddy. daddy. Literally the, one of the best lines from the movie, I will yeah, say. People don't talk about that line enough, that delivery. I they used don't talk to about date it enough. your daddy. It should be up there with the... This the, is a pen, and don't walk on, on my roof. roof. The don't date, I used to date your daddy. That line should be up there, too. The top that's three. Iconic. Top three lines from the entire movie. It's iconic. The delivery. Oh, yeah. Peak. I mean, I will say, this show had some iconic lines, too. Um, yeah. There was a... Was it... Um, I wrote a couple of them. There was a... Okay, first of all, the delivery for... Um, is, is Azriel? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. As Yeah, Azriel. Of, why are you trying so hard to get rid of me? Oh. Crushed me into pieces, oh, okay? Also, Hades and his, I seldom cahoot, sir. Just Hades. love you. Oh, Although, I will say my favorite thing to come out of that line is all of the memes of him where it's just the cahoot board is behind him. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah. So um, and then, of course, uh, where is it? The, um, what part is it at? Um, the, the whole, um, we're not in Kansas. And then her just responds, we left Kansas four days ago. Like, oh, honey. Sweet angel. Honey, you didn't... You have... Okay. I'm like, all right, all like, right. Like, Percy's already planning movie dates for them, and I love that. And then, the one line that I knew we were knew was coming was the, um, the sea doesn't like to be restrained, yeah. which... Every okay. time I think of that line, I always sing it in my head. Yeah. Sea doesn't like to be restrained. Like, it's just so, so perfect. Or, of course... Um, we Percy's, are impertinent. Yes, we are impertinent. Okay, is that from the books or is it a musical thing? I, I don't, don't remember, remember if either. It's in the books. I don't remember because obviously it's in the musical, but I don't know if it's a book thing or not. I don't remember. Um, but of course, um, him asking Poseidon, "Do you ever dream about mom?" Mm. Ugh, iconic. Or of course, Good. Ares is a moron. Yeah. Like, okay, and actually I thought about this, and this is something that you'll understand. We might have talked about this on here before. I don't remember. But Aries is a moron Feel gives me the same vibes as Beth That's is an it. idiot. Like, same vibes, yeah. okay? Um, I actually saw a TikTok <laughs> edit of Beth the other day, ah! and it took me a minute to realize who it was. And I was, and I was like, looking at the comments, and people were like, yeah, oh my gosh, like, I love Beth. And I'm like... In my head, I was like, no, Beth is an idiot. <laughs> it was just really funny because I was like, I did not expect to see a, like, fan cam yeah. edit of Which, Beth from the love next it. step. Love it. Um, Anyways. But it was so perfect. And then, of course, Percy's grandpa. Just, like, just Percy. Don't. Sweet just heart. stop. No. Um, but they had some great... And then, of course... Um, what is it? Where is it? Um, uh, oh, yeah. When, at the end of it, when they're leaving and Annabeth is telling him, I'm going to go see my dad... Um, gonna try and, you know, talk and everything. And then she's like, he wants to take me to a place called Disneyland in California. And she's just like, wait, should I be concerned? And he's just like, just be a kid. Mm. Honey. And, and then, of course... We the- all know that next season, that photo <clears throat> in his in his book is gonna be of Annabeth at Disneyland. Ugh. Oh, I cannot wait. Honestly, I cannot wait for him to be, like, looking at that photo and for some kid to come up and grab it I and be like, be like, be like, oh, look at this. Look at little Mr. You know, Percy Jackson has this photo. And him just being like, give it back. Just, like, so aggressive. Like, oh, stop it. It's so my, not yours. It's like, like, this is when we really... I think I'd, I'd say more... Because, like, like, season two, obviously, we got some good stuff. But I think that book three is when we really start to kind of see a turn for the two of them, even though she's not in it as much. 
but we get that kind of that term because he realizes that she has these pamphlets for the hunters of artemis yep. and he's like oh she's gonna leave i'm not gonna be able to yep. see her and he's like it's also something kind of like shifts well it's that one he, like doesn't admit it's it. that one line that he or it's that one piece that he has in that book when he when he sees the pamphlets and he mentions it he's just like i don't know what feeling it is but there's some i don't like it yeah. he's just like i don't i don't like these pamphlets like and it's then of so... course when rachel elizabeth Adair comes into the picture yeah. and annabeth is like uh who's this girl but literally the who's one she? of my favorite scenes i think it's in the second is it the second book Rachel's not in it. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about Rachel. Oh. This, it's a, I can't remember which book it is. I think it's the second one. Maybe the third. When they blow out the side of the building and Annabeth is, like, standing outside the rubble and she's just like, hey. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, yeah. The yeah, second yeah. book, That's right? the second one, yeah. Yeah. Cannot wait for that scene, okay? we're gonna, like, go to the movies yeah, or something. Yeah, cannot wait to see the cheerleaders. Like, please. Okay. And second. Sorry, the M- M- Yeah. Am M- I saying that right? M- M- Pussy. M- nope. Empusai. <laughs> Empusai is correct. I should correct that. Whoop, cut that bit. <laughs> no, you gotta leave it. Um, anyways, um, yes, I can't wait for them. I we need to like. Okay, is there? There's three of them, right? I think so. Okay, well then you know who. It's, ne- like, it's like, isn't it like Cammy, Tammy, and Jammy? I don't know. I I don't know. I think. I could pers- be. I could be. Personally, I I there are two trios that I want to play those characters. Okay, the first is. Madeline, um, Lily, and Camilla. The two old. I don't care. Okay, they they're a trio. Or <laughs> I really want the actresses who were in um who were in the zombies movies who played the oh, the the three cheerleaders behind the Bucky. AC, Tracy and Lacey. Yeah, I want those three just because they are already cheerleaders. Like That's it works. Funny. Okay. Um. But yes, they would be great. They I can't wait for that. But also, um the scene on the beach where Blackjack lands on the top of the, Cam- or the Camaro or whatever yeah. it is and Annabeth is there and he's just like oh crap because he's is it Rachel he's kissing? Oh I don't know. Or is it somebody he's kissing I think in the in the car and Ra- and Annabeth's like hmm. uh-huh and I'm like oh honey you are just. Sweet. They're so jealous. Like, they are in already in season one they're like somebody pointed out like the look that that Percy has that he gives Luke and Annabeth when he's like looking between uh-huh. the two of them. And somebody was like, he already knows something is going on, but he doesn't know what it is. But I, but I, I, I will say, I think, I don't think there's as much of an undertone in this one of Annabeth having a crush on Luke. I think they definitely pulled it, which I'm okay with. I'm, I'm okay with it because it, I feel like it's more gut-wrenching for her as him being her big brother. Yeah. Because like, she... Family Luke, you promised, oh, she's going to kill She's going to kill line. it. Um, so it's going to be liver. everything. You know what else they're going to kill? Luke. is true um you know what else they're gonna kill <laughs> charles jillian how about ward yeah that's what i thought i know he's not in the series but yeah suck it anyways um i was talking about selena no uh, atlas oh that scene oh i can't wait to watch the, great the strands freak? of hair just like turn like, white. I know Ugh. that eventually they get rid of it, but I want them to keep it so badly. I really do. Like, I, I think they should just keep it I just forever. I think they should keep it forever. But I just think they're going to kill it. And like, they're already killing their scenes together. Especially, mm-hmm. okay, like Hephaestus and his his lair and like, or his, like the... The, the tunnel of love scene, you guys. Tunnel of love scene was We iconic. got the tunnel of love scene um, and it was glorious. And so, but like that scene and first of all, the fact that the song playing is, what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. 
no more. Like it, it worked so awesome. well. Amazing. And that's uh, her being like willing to sacrifice her life essentially to stay down there to yeah. get him out. And okay, then when these... she and then she promises <clears throat> to bring his mother back. These two don't understand that like you can save yourself. Like like they're constantly being like, no, I'm gonna die for you. No, I'm gonna die for you. No, I'm gonna like they're just well, like. Back in, and somebody pointed out they were like they were like it's giving uh, Natasha and Clint no yeah in, in the final in the when they're uh, was yeah. it in the final scene or in the final episode or no no, no the episode before when they're like who's gonna stay in yeah yeah like the fact that both of them are like no I'm gonna do it no I'm gonna do it I'm like oh don't do yeah. that don't do that and like I know other people have pointed this out too is that like we're already seeing like aspects of Percy and Annabeth's fatal flaws. Because yep. Percy with his loyalty, yep. and then Annabeth with her, her uh, hubris. Yeah. And so we're already seeing those little seeds planted so that when we get to those big moments uh-huh. in the later books, the later seasons, it'll be wonderful. Yeah. I can't wait to actually see um, Tartar Sauce. That's going to be a good Tartar one. Um, and to actually and see... And the, the way that like there's going to be so many parallels. Yeah. Well, we already got the parallel of her hanging over the edge. That's what I'm saying. Like, when that scene happens, there's going to be oh. so many parallels. I can't wait to actually happening. see them in there. Well, because that's not even... I don't care. It's going to happen. Well, and I'm going to love it. Because that's not even until House of Hades, which is... I know! Olympus. So, y'all, we better get the Heroes of Olympus I know. series. Um, and, you know I what? know I've said... I think I've said before, I don't know if I told you, but I think I told my coworkers, a couple of my coworkers, I'm like, yes, I would love, absolutely love to see Heroes of Olympus adapted, but I wouldn't be mad if we don't get it, but I also yeah. would be a little bit if we don't get it. I, I would be a little bit only because I really do love a lot of the moments in the books. Yeah. I, I love... Because I feel like that, because that's when Percy and Annabeth are together. I, like, they don't get together well, until the end of the book. But here's the thing, it's not, even, so it's not even Percy and Annabeth that I love in the everything. books. I... I really, really enjoyed the Heroes of Olympus books. They're I really, really enjoyed Jason and Leo, specific, like Leo, love Leo. I enjoyed Leo and uh, Jason and Piper. Um, I enjoyed seeing um, Reyna mm-hmm. and uh, Octavian. No, as Boy. much as I don't like him, it would definitely be fun Good. to see on screen. But mainly, okay, one of the main reasons, I want to see... I want to see um, the Argo too. Oh, I want to see. Oh, is, who is it? The, what's the name of the the dragon? Um, Festus. Fe, is it Festus? I think, I think so. so. I cannot wait to see Festus. Yeah. I cannot wait to see um, Mister. What's his name? Mister. Cloud guy. No. Oh. No. The oh, satyr. Yeah. Yeah. Mister. Yeah. Um, uh, cupcake. That guy. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Um, Coach. Hedge. Coach Hedge. Thank you. I cannot wait to see all of them. Like I. I remember a little bit more about those books more recently just because I've read them more recently than the others. Um, but, like, all in all, like, I cannot wait. Um, I know that we, we're getting uh, the Kane Chronicles on Netflix, as far as I know. I don't know when they're doing it. I don't yeah. know what's happening with and, it. And chances are less likely that we'll get Percy Jackson cameos in that because they're two different so, networks. Yes, but I feel like if they talk, they could do it. If they... I, I guess it all just depends because, like, the Kane Chronicles is supposed to happen at, like, when Percy and them are older. Yeah. So, if we, if they wait, we could get older, time. Or they so. could even just be like, be like, hey, Walker, can you just record some video, some, like, some, like, audio for us and we'll just slip it into the episode. Just don't even show him. Just always have it from, from Sadie's perspective. Not even there, you know? Um, to be fair, I don't remember the Kane Chronicles. I think I've only read the first one, if even that. I've, so. I've read... All of them, except for, like, the more recent yeah. books that have come out. I don't know if I finished Trials of Apollo or not. I yeah. don't think I have. But, so, 
Um, but yeah, I can't wait for that. Um, but also like getting the chance to getting the chance to see the seven all in one room mm-hmm. together is going to be I, everything. I yes, but I'm also just like there's a part of me though that is slightly worried though because just like from like personal experience watching shows and movies and stuff when you have such a big that is true core group cast it can be tough depending on if it's a movie or a show on giving everybody proper screen that's fair time. that's fair because obviously with books it's a, it's a different medium so you have as many pages as you want yeah. to develop these characters whereas a movie or a show you only have so much time to give everybody adequate screen time but, adequate character development. but also when you think about it when you think about it it's to the same fair, thing a lot of them are together at the same time but so. also when you when you really look at it it's the same thing that we talked about earlier is that a lot of the books a lot of the substance of the books is um like the exposition it's not the action or the dialogue it's everything that's happening in between all of the moments of them being like so and so looked little, on and saw it this a like different with it, go, of it can go super fast i was gonna say it is a little different with heroes of olympus though because it's not from yeah. first person that perspective, is true so there's less internal dialogue to like cut out so true but it you know, but it's like there will be a little bit less thick books so yeah so there there's a lot we can get from this so i'm very excited to potentially but, get that but, um i mean back to like the season that we yeah, do yeah. have like um, there's so much that i loved about there, it. there was so much i think um i think my favorite thing like the overarching thing was seeing the immediate transition of percy saying um being like annabeth she I, I chose her because she is going to push me down flight stairs if she has I to. I can't imagine being yeah, his friend. but immediately being, like, best friends. Like, yeah. just immediate. I mean, obviously, Grover and him are best friends. Yeah. Although, I, I think I will say that one of my favorite scenes of the entire series, or the entire series so far, is getting to see Percy starting out in Yancey and then being, like, and then I met Grover and immediately, like, Sunshine. And mm-hmm. he's, like, best friends and he, like, found a partner, the you know. The magic card. Uh, Mythal magic. That's I love it. That's just going to add more, I think, when we do finally get Nico and Bianca. I can't wait. Because then he'll, we'll see this cute little baby with these Mythal magic cards. But, and Percy's like, hey, I used to play that. But also this means that there's a potential for them making Mythal magic reality. Yes. And I will buy up every card. <laughs> I don't care. What, who, how much there? I will do it. But I mean, we could go on forever. We're about... already reaching our li- like. We're it's it's already get. We're reaching our limit. I think we. Need we... To, I need to go make dinner. <laughs> but it's like there is so much that I loved. Obviously, there. Are, I can't even think right now about like what I would want to change. But no, um, yeah, before yeah. Before we like really wrap up, um, if you don't follow us online, you should. Um, we had every once in a while we'll be like, hey we're going to be doing this or leave us questions or whatever. Um, and so we had a couple, um, our cousin Ariel asked us what we, what changes we love the most, uh, about from book to show versus what we don't um, really enjoy. I think we kind of talked a little bit already I think, about what we enjoyed. I think the change, I think I, I enjoyed the most. Oh, let me think. I'm trying to think back to the episode. Like, I think, Okay, I think the change I enjoyed the most was that Percy chose Annabeth to go with him instead of Annabeth volunteering. Yeah. Because it was him saying, whether he would admit it or not in that moment, it was him saying, I trust her enough to go on this quest with me Mm -hmm. than anybody else here. Just like he picked Grover to go on the quest with him because he trusts Grover. So I think I enjoyed that being like, 
this is my decision. This is the one thing I have control over right now is this. So I, I think that was my favorite thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there was, like, one... Like, I'm trying to think. I've been, like, since she sent it in, I've been trying to think of what change I, I love the most from book to show. I think... Oh, man, I don't even know. There was just so much... I think it was a lot of the just, like, little things, I yeah. think, from book to show, because a lot of, like, little changes that really made everything mm-hmm. work. Yeah, um, that's fair. And then, like, kind of, like, the opposite. I don't know if there's that one thing that I... Or, like, anything specific I can think of that I didn't enjoy change-wise. Um, um, but, again, it's been I, a while since I read the books, so I'd have to, like, reread them and then kind of, like, think about the show again. Okay, I will say I wish we would have had the scorpion at the oh. end. I As much as I, I do appreciate them being, like... In the in the show, he's like, he he's wanting to turn Percy to his side instead of killing him. I, mm-hmm. I like that, but it added a lot to like the betrayal. I think also of him being like he tried to kill me. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like there's no chance of him being saved. Like he tried to kill me. Like it sucks. So yeah. it's kind of. But I also did like in the show because it it was really gut wrenching to watch. Yeah. So yeah. Um. I don't, I don't know if there was one specific thing. I mean, just I wanted longer episodes, but that That's wasn't fair. really. Um, I'd probably have to, like I said, I'd probably have to read the books again and then think on it more about what I changes yeah. and whatnot. Um, and then another thing from a, I believe, a longtime listener. He's, I know he's listened to a few episodes. His name is Keaton, so thank you for Thank responding. you, Keaton. Um, he just wanted us to talk about the Ares fight and then the Luke and Percy flashbacks, okay. which I, we touched on it a little bit already. The Ares fight, I, I loved. I really did enjoy it. That's the one thing that I'm really happy that we got because we did not get yeah. that in the movie. One of my favorite moments in the Ares fight, I personally, I loved the fact that one, we, that we got it in the show. Mm-hmm. And two, literally my one of my favorite images from the, the show is during the fight scene when he's standing there and he's just like he says something like um he's like I told you not to like I told you or whatever or I no I, like I told you you'd find out who I am yeah yeah, yeah. and then as he he holds up Riptide and the the, the, the sea the ocean the ocean comes up behind him and just so crashes good. down like so good ooh. the imagery was beautiful ooh buddy loved it loved it and just and seeing and getting the flashback of Luke and Percy fighting and yeah. then. So getting that during the Aries, I was, I was, because I was. This is that was one of the things I was wondering about because, obviously, in the books we get like a sort of montage of Percy and Luke training, and yeah. I was like wondering, I was like, okay, are we not going to get that? Because like yeah. that's a big thing in the books because like that's you know like a bonding moment for yeah. them, and then of course he, you know, he's unable to use these swords well, but then when he uses Riptide, it's like perfect for yeah. him. But then so I'm really glad that we did get some moments. Yeah, and then, like, and on top of that, with them doing that fight scene in that episode, we also got, um, at the very beginning of that, we got the parallel to Luke saying, uh, look, I know you didn't want to be a half-blood. That, like, that moment, like, oh, the bookend moments of having Percy say it, and then Luke, and it also ties it into the fact that we get a flashback of Luke and Percy training versus the present of Percy and Ares fighting, mm-hmm. meaning that he's fighting both of his enemies without realizing it. Yeah. And, and it also goes, it also, um, links it back to, um, what Sally says in the flashback of her and Percy at the museum, 
the not everyone who looks like a hero is a hero not everyone who looks like a monster is a monster mm -hmm. because when you think about it, you have luke who doesn't who looks like a hero and is not a hero right. clarice who who looks like a, according to them is a monster is not a monster right. and then tyson Ty who looks like a monster but yeah. is not a monster you know like it just like technically yes but he doesn't he is not it's it also makes me think of like He's the it also makes me think of the whole like the looks like a cinnamon roll is actually a cinnamon roll because yeah. that is tyson and then like looks like a cinnamon roll is all is our also or looks could like cinnamon roll is a cinnamon roll but could actually kill you which is like annabeth and then looks like they could kill you would actually kill you which is clarice like it's very <laughs> like all of those you know yeah. so i i really enjoyed the flashback mm -hmm. specifically because it's like you see them working together the parallels were great oh my gosh they killed me though because once because once you knew what was happening it was like mm -hmm. oh no i know like oh it's happening yeah they did a really great job. Luke and Charlie. Luke and Charlie. Charlie. Walker. Walker and Charlie did a great job. I'm looking, definitely looking forward to more of their scenes. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Yeah, so thank you, Ariel and Keaton, for responding thank on you, Instagram. Thank you, thank you. If you want to have your name dropped at some point Please. in a future episode, then just follow us online and respond to our stuff. Um, but So before we really, truly wrap up, I think yeah. I said that already, um, what are you looking forward most to in season two? Ooh, season two, I am looking forward, one, to the connection between Percy and Grover. Okay. And um, how, I, I think also the biggest part I'm looking forward to is Annabeth's reaction to Thalia's tree dying. Mm. Like, I'm, I cannot wait to yeah. see that moment. Like, her being like, we need the golden fleece. We need, like, I, oh my gosh, it's going to be so, so good. Definitely. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, Clarice and her quest. Yeah. Um, because, like, that's a huge part of the story in the second book, of course. And so yeah. I think, I think Dior is going to kill it. Mm. I think she's going to do fantastic, and I'm really looking forward she's to it. She's already crushing it. Um, and then also uh, Polyphemus. Ugh, Polyphemus. Like, that's going to be really fun to watch. Okay, I will say, um, I think... I think he's the one that's in the the saga. The um, was it his name? Jorge. Um, oh yeah, Rivera. I think the so. Person? No, no, no. Hold. On. You might be right. It's um. Sorry, guys. I've been like I've been obsessed with this album. She has. But they're so they're good. good. They are really um, good. I think. Uh yeah, Jorge Rivera Herans. I think they he has um he has the the ocean saga, the ocean saga the troy saga no or yes the... so it's epic the musical right but there's three sagas it's the troy saga the uh the cyclops saga and then the ocean saga and so in the cyclops saga they deal with i think it's polyphemus mm -hmm. is the cyclops that they deal with yeah. and then they deal with poseidon at the end of it and i think i just like every time yeah. i think of polyphemus now that's who i think of <laughs> um so that's what i'm looking forward to obviously yes. we both absolutely loved season one i know that there are a lot of people online that have didn't, issues didn't like it for it's... one reason or another which listen i'm not telling you that you have to enjoy no of every course aspect not of it like i did but i enjoyed almost yeah and i know but it. i also know that a lot of the people who didn't like it are ones who didn't read the books so they're like they should have done this i'm like or, well that's not felt, what they did or i have seen like non-book readers that felt that it was too that there was too much info dumping in the first few episodes which i i can understand but at the same time Percy like is like needing to like know this, information. but also, it's but like also, Percy that's what Percy. happens to him, right? And it's like he he gets all of this information dumped on him in right. two days because he needs to know it to right. continue. It's like, it's like Percy has never been in this world yeah. before; he doesn't know what's going on, so he has to 
have people tell him what is going on. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah. I think... So if you, anybody out there who's watching the show, who's read the books or not read the books or just watched the show or whatever, let us know what your favorite parts of season one were, what you loved most about it, what you wish they would have done differently yeah, exactly. potentially, what you're... And for any book readers, what you're looking forward to seeing in season two, because mm-hmm. we are so excited. We yeah. cannot wait. And fingers crossed, I want more episodes. Yes. So um, I guess it just depends on what they can manage. Yeah. And like um, a big, big shout out to Rick for giving us, giving us this series that is yeah. so perfect. That is so, it, it feels like the characters were, the actors were dropped from I the know book. a lot of people said that it's like he shook the book and they fell so out. So like shout out to them, shout out to Walker and Leah and Arion for absolutely crushing this show like absolutely they did everything they could have done and they nailed it on the head like it was incredible you guys are percy annabeth and and when i tell you that i that i think percy percy jackson is the character that i've always connected Mm -hmm. to the most i mean it a hundred percent like that it, it is so this book series is so important to me so i'm very pleased with how they've done it i'm very pleased to see what they do with it in the end so, um, thank you to all of you guys who've worked on it so far. Yeah. And so for everyone else who is hopefully still listening, mm-hmm. uh, let us know what you thought about the show, what you're excited to see later. Um, you can find us online. I am on Twitter at jillybean729. That's G-I-L-L-Y-B-E-A-N-729. And I am at Mama Relisi. That's capital M-A-M-A, capital R-O-L-L-I-S-I. And you can also find our podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and on Tumblr at TTFabPodcast. So come on, let us know what you thought. We'd love to hear from you.